0: Okay then you guys, what's good you guys? This is Yo Correct here and welcome to our five articles of the week. Well, not really, I, I say of the week now, but I guarantee you on Saturday I'll probably I'll probably end up doing another one. Um but anyway, you guys, we're gonna do our five articles, and then I have some exciting news, a surprise, exciting news for you guys to um hear about. Um, but let's get right into the articles, and let's get to what's trending, okay? Um, so, um, some, you may have heard of people auctioning stuff off, um, with auction crazes, but this right here, this is a little bit ridiculous in the gaming world. Supposedly somebody bought a copy of Skyrim for, guess guess what the price tag? 6 a hundred dollars. I'm I'm not get for an not not for an Xbox One copy, not for a special edition. Not for 400 copies, but for a measly Xbox 360 copy. That guess what the price tag on average is for this game right now? Only twenty dollars should it sell in for Xbox 360, a platform that virtually nobody uses anymore, and somehow somebody bought the game. For $600. Now, my theories behind this. Well, number one, 360s become obsolete. They're going out of circulation. Once they stop mass producing it, once they stop producing it, they've already stopped mass producing it. Once them, once it, once they stop selling, once the, the games go out of service and people are going to look to these like they look to the Game Boys and the NES consoles um, that nobody wants to let go of. Um there is going to be a backlog of people trying to buy these consoles for top dollar and the games that go with them. And so I look at six I look at it this way. Number 2, $600 for an investment, which is my second theory. Well, $600 in an investment in Skyrim eventually with older games and consoles and electronics that nobody uses anymore you would expect the value of them to go way up as sole proprietors and other people are looking to um, buy them out at top dollar because they are collectors and the collectors are going to look at this hard and say hmm well i want a copy well Kudos to him for having six hundred dollars to spend. But I really don't think it's worth it on my part because if I'm um because because for me that would be very ridiculous. Why would you spend six hundred dollars on a game like that? Especially considering that I have a 360 of actually the actual full console that my sister doesn't use that we that if it becomes really valuable we could sell and then when the xbox one becomes obsolete which is never going to happen because they're all backwards compatible anyway um if it ever happened then i would have that on my on my tail to sell um, just like I did with my iPad, I'm proud of myself. A fifty-dollar exchange, um, but never mind that. Let's let's get to article number two. Okay, then you guys, um, we've got. We've got place. We've got PlayStation. Um, is patenting a tournament system. Now that's act, uh, That's actually gonna be good. That's actually gonna be good for tournament players. That's gonna be bad for people who want to get into the tournament business. And and um and then they want to use that specific um form of tournament system. I guess, um. But I guess they could probably pay for the rights to use it. But now. I don't see that being a monopoly because they're in competition with other game consoles. So you can't you can't go and sue and say, "Hey, that's a monopoly." It's not a monopoly. The only way, a matter of fact, the federal definition of a monopoly. Let's see here, federal definition, federal definition of monopoly. So, turns it, so the, okay, so the federal, so the federal definition of monopoly, um, monopoly is, is a control or advantage obtained by one entity over the commercial market in a specific area, um, in a specific area. So if the game, if the gaming world and, um, um, what in the gaming world can be a specific area. The games are not considered specific areas because they have other games to compete with. But when you get to the top of the line, at the bottom, at the bottom line of that, the um, the territory of PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox. If both a Nintendo and Xbox went out of business, the federal government then, by definition, could sue PlayStation to break them up, um, um, given that their parent companies are also technically not monopolies i don't see how that would work they could probably break up their subsidiaries but that would only do cause more harm than good so yeah that's that's a monopoly for you for those that were wondering what a monopoly was because some people don't know what an actual monopoly was the tie fighter total conversation article number three um a complete remake and with, with vr support oh i like this one hmm I really do like that that's actually really cool um okay so that's actually that's actually neat okay so um cd project um project announces it has announced their full-length witcher manga based on japanese folklore. That would actually be really cool. I think they've done Witchers based off of other things, like Baba Yaga, Russian folklore, all that other good stuff. And that's actually really good. And last but not least, we have our Emmy nominations. Oh, yeah. Um, did I mention? Yes, The Mandalorian is on, um, that list. So, good job, The Mandalorian. Um... Let's see here. I'm trying to I'm trying to see the Mandalorian drama series. I didn't I didn't know the Mandalorian was actually categorized as a drama. I thought it was categorized as sci-fi. But you know, their categories are weird and weird. It, it, I guess it fits into both categories because, you know, talking like this is really, really, really dramatic. And yes, I will blow your head off don't move i'm just kidding <laughs> that, that that was my mandalorian impression that's literally the, but, but like literally the dark the dark saber though no seriously that dark saber that one lightsaber that's not that's not made of a kyber crystal but made out of a katana blade that has force energy surrounding it that nobody really cares what i'm talking about but yet the dark saber is my favorite lightsaber even though it's technically not a lightsaber it's just a katana blade with um like Lightsaber type capabilities, and then yes, um, the only reason the only reason the dark saber can't cut through beskar or lightsabers can't cut through beskar um, is because the katana, the katana blade, the dark saber, is actually is the katana blade that the force energy surrounds is actually made out of beskar. Yeah, the katana blade, the actual blade part of the lightsaber. Um, with um, within the dark is actually made out of beskar. That's the reason why the Mandalorian, the dark saber couldn't cut through beskar. That's the reason why um that kyber, kyber crystals can't cut through beskar either. But kyber crystals are more of a contained self energy nuclear field nuclear type fit stuff rather than a full on blade. But yes, they they both can't cut through beskar. Um, <laughs> that's the, um, it's kind of ironic how the dark Saber can't cut through beskar, and the per- and the woman that was wielding beskar, the um the um the very the very opponent she was fighting um had beskar. So you can't so that you can't win either way. <laughs> but you know, I digress. I spend my I spend my time doing my research. Who shall challenge me? Okay, I'm just kidding now. Um but yeah, now on to that um amazing news that I was going to give you guys. Um this is this is re- this is really really big. Um so uh as of um as of now today, as of eight thirty twenty nine AM Eastern Daylight Time, um, remember how I did that the um a cup back in season two? I had tried out the sponsor I had tried out that little that little thing for um, little thing for um, adding um, ads to my episodes um, that I could never cash out um, cash out but it was actually an experiment to, um, to see how it would do um, see how sponsorships would work on my podcast and how donations would work. Well, um, I am, I am pleased, I am pleased to announce Drumroll, if you may, but I don't have a Drumroll sound effect, so we'll just have to deal with that, um, Drumroll, if you may, all right, I have officially, I'm officially announcing that as of today, um, sponsorships, sponsorships, um, with, um, with, with, um, Monthly donations from yes, you and sponsorships from corporations. Yes, corporations can um, inquire about um, inquire my anchor profile about this. Um, have ne- have have now been have now been activated and are now permanent on the podcast. Which um, um which um, which none of it, none of it is go- is going to be is going to be like you know I'm gonna do this so that I can so that I can actually. You know, make a um, make bank. So here's how it's, it's going to work. So 75 percent of the list of the listener donations are going to go towards things like equipment and um, distribution platforms if they require payment and um, marketing that sort of stuff. That's where seventy five percent of the money is going to go from the from the listener standpoint. Twenty five percent is going to go to be um, matched with the sponsorships which brings me to my next point while 75% of your money will go towards the donation towards the actual nonprofit the sponsorship money from the businesses and the 25% are going to get paired together and that together is and that together is go, is going to is going to go the other way so it's it's a it's a 50-50 split so i'm getting 50 i'm basically giving 50 of um of it toward towards my towards my podcast putting it back in to what i needs to be done and i'm giving 50 of it um from to myself so that i can have so i can help with you know things sorry i choked we you know things like education fees and um and school fees and that kind of stuff because um um because, you know, part of the whole reason that I ever did make the podcast for, for free was for was for enjoyment which it still is and for you guys now um and it always will be my um my, fi- my thing is is that now that I've gotten a substantial amount of listeners um I feel I feel like I can I feel like I can at least at least make some money on the side while maintaining donations for nonprofit and maintaining sponsorships for-profit so i'm kind of trying to have but i'm trying to trying to say that i'm having it both ways i'm gonna have non-profit and profit at the same time but um but you guys will always be notified what what happens with um with what um with the money it's go it goes through stripe and stripe pay and stripe pays me and then I and then I and then I keep record. And yes, and yes, don't um, don't think that any, don't think that anything bad is gonna happen happen because I am required I am required to do background checks and to file with the IRS and all that kind of stuff. So um, I am require I am required to submit forms to verify where it's going. And um and so and so and so um. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure how to how to make the records public yet. I think what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to put them in a PDF. The record. The records go. The records and the filing go out at the toward the closer to tax day, which means when I file, um, I'll have to make a PDF. So, so when you guys when you guys listen to the episode the episodes in April, I'll leave a link uh, that'll be up for up to thirty days on the podcast homepage. It'll be a PDF for the tax fi- for the tax file, and I will make sure I make a copy of it. and you guys can and I'll make sure I take a good picture so you guys can go through and see and see the entire document so you guys so you guys know what know what I'm cashing out. What I'm making, um, how I'm making it, where it's going, that kind of stuff, um, and um, and that it that is a that is a law that I have to comply with. So the um the record the record starting in 2022 will need to be made public. But I'll make but I'll have that probably have that done well before then. So it won't um, so it won't it won't take but it won't take but a couple of days to actually get that stuff sorted out. Um, come December January whenever I get my t- chance to do it. But yeah, um, oh yeah, that's a, that's a rundown of how it's going to work. Um... Also if you guys go to my if the guys, the link to donate is in the, has been appended to all of my previous episodes. so you guys can go to my previous episodes to go find that donation link. For the sponsorships, the sponsorships are done through anchor. The businesses will have to file with anchor and then the anchor will contact me. It's not direct so you got so you guys will feel a little bit safer in business. I'm um, doing that. Um, most of you will. Um, and I even, I even did include a very, a very, inter a very interesting, um, podcast listener support, um, you know, kind of thank you message. Um, you want me, you want me to read it to you? You know what? I'm gonna read it to you. It says, many, it says, quote, many of you were probably wondering how to donate. Well, now you can. At the end of the episode description, there'll be a link for you to donate donations go to help support my podcast and education as well as as well as equipment equipment and other fees now this is the kicker you don't have to but you always could hmm? think of it that way you don't have to donate but you always could at any time hmm think think on that for a second think on that think on that for a second just just think okay then you guys well I think I've done enough i um, done enough money talk I'm not an economic um, person so I, I don't know um, and I'm, I'm only 18 so I mean so I mean I'm gonna uh, I'm going to have to get my dad to help me file this stuff cause I don't know what I'm doing Um God pray for me. Okay, but, any, but anyway, you guys, I um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I am Yo correct and as always, I am out of here, and yeah, uh, don't, um crazy enough to take on Batman, but the IRS, no thank you.